by definition and by nature of the system, the rules are always written in favor of the politicians. And when they're not, you know, regulation is sort of the mother of innovation, even if it's regulating the politicians themselves. So how can you weed this graft out of the system? What would what would be in an ideal world? What would your message be to the American taxpayer who is aghast at what they're seeing? Well, you know, in the book, I come up with an idea that is not a typical one for conservatives, and I sort of fully expect some pushback about it, but I think it is a very conservative position, and I think it's public financing of congressional elections. Um, I think there should be, I think it should be voter directed. I think that there should be tax, there should be a, you know, refundable tax credit um, with a, with a federal matching fund, you know, somewhere upwards of six to one. Um, I didn't come to that conclusion lightly, something that I, you know, as a conservative, I've always been suspicious of liberal discussion of campaign finance reform. But ultimately, the problem gets down to this, that the way politics is financed in America, right, this enormous cost, like we were talking about earlier, how patronage was the way politics was financed, and then they got rid of patronage. And so politicians still, they they still had a financing problem. They had to finance it somehow. And they went to go to businesses, basically. Business started financing politics. And so in general, I mean, business isn't alone anymore. But what we have now is, by and large, politics, at least on the congressional level, is financed in a conflict of interest system, which is to say the people with business before the government are the people who are responsible for funding the politicians who sit in government. That is a conflict of interest. And as long as that conflict of interest persists, Reform will always be difficult, temporary, and probably unsuccessful in the long run. Because that financing system is the real problem. The real problem is whatever you and I might think about what the public good demands, the fact of the matter is that a member of Congress from some subcommittee on the financial services industry needs to get reelected. And to do that, he needs to raise $2 million. You can't raise $2 million from small donations, so you go to the interest groups that have business before your committee. We need to create an alternative financing regime to that. And that's why I, in the book I call for, for public financing of campaigns, and which I think would be the, the cornerstone reform. And then there are other things you can do, too. You, you know, stricter rules on um, lobbying by former members of Congress would be a very good thing. Um, you know, you could do something like that. You could further, you know, restrict, you could further restrict lobbying and things like that. But as long as that, this is, and this has been the challenge historically, right, is that you can start saying no to things. And, you know, ever since this sort of, Financing via conflict of interest popped up in the 1890s. There have been lots of laws. The Tillman Act of 1907 said businesses can't donate to campaigns. Well, they found a loophole. You know, Taft-Hartley of 1947 said labor unions can't donate to campaigns. They found a loophole. There's always loopholes because there's a need for money, and when there's a need for money by politicians, the money will find a way to get there. So you know, you can start limiting, saying no, you can't do this, and you can't do that, you can't do this. But it's similar to price controls. You know, if you Limit the price of a 16-ounce jar of peanut butter. You know, they'll just make a 17-ounce jar of peanut butter, and they'll make it whatever size, whatever price they want to make. What I'm suggesting is what we need is something positive, a positive alternative to financing of politics through conflict of interest. Um, And just to put it into perspective here, we're talking, I mean, when you compare the cost of a public financing regime for elections, we're talking about a couple billion dollars a year max. 
this is a this is a rounding error in our budget in in our in our budget. You know, I mean, we spend like fifty billion dollars a year in corporate welfare alone through the tax code. The farm bill itself is hundreds of billions of dollars over a ten year period. I mean, Medicare overpayments are forty billion dollars, and that doesn't even get into the fact that the American Medical Association sets the rates that doctors then don't follow. So, you know, it's a very small investment for uh, strengthening the independence of the legislature. And it's something I really think conservatives should consider, even though it's typically something you only hear from Ralph Nader style leftists.